The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention to a topic that every Christian will want to hear about. When we hear the word gospel today, we tend to think of the basic message of our Christianity. Jesus paying the penalty for our sin through his death, his burial, his resurrection. However, we might be surprised to hear that the word gospel in the time of Jesus carried an even deeper significance. The Bible tells us that Jesus went about preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Well, Pastor Enoch Lavender writes regular articles about current events and he's recently relocated from Melbourne to Tweed Heads and is connected to the Kingdom Church on the Gold Coast. He's director of Olive Tree Ministries and he also serves on the board of Teach All Nations, the ministry of Dr. Camille Magdaly, who you'll likely be familiar with if you're a regular listener. Pastor Enoch Lavender, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's great to be with you. Thank you. Enoch, how do we understand this thought that there's a deeper appreciation for what gospel means? Yeah, so we have to put ourselves in the in the shoes of Jesus' Jewish listeners at the time when he spoke. And so as he speaks about the gospel and he, he proclaims the gospel of the kingdom, this was not an entirely new concept. There is a layer to it of which they were already expecting from the Messiah. Now, to, to begin to understand this, we have to dive back into the ancient Jewish practice of the Jubilee itself. The Jubilee uh, is about uh, a scenario and a situation where someone is impoverished. They cannot pay off their debts, and so they temporarily sell their land or even themselves into slavery. And then they are looking for, hopefully, a rich uncle who will show up, pay off their debt, and he will be their redeemer. When we talk about gospel Mm. and what the disciples understood, or the 70 that Jesus sent out, uh, when they went out with this good news, how were they seeing that in light of this thought of Jubilee? So, with the, the Jubilee, there was an expectation then that God will redeem individuals. But then what would happen when the whole nation got into slavery? The whole nation lost their independence, lost their inheritance. They needed a national redeemer. So they were looking for a national redeemer. And this is where we get into the topic of the gospel. Isaiah 61. We've got the famous uh, scripture that Jesus himself quoted when he started his ministry. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach Good news to the poor. Good news being our key phrase here. Why is it good news? Well, the poor have lost their inheritance. They have lost everything. But the good news is now it's being restored and being restored for this national redeemer, the Messiah. So good news more than just for the individual. And if we're talking about Christians, let's be general across the board, oftentimes we think of salvation or this good news, our response to the gospel, we'll think of that as individual, uh, how it affects me. You're saying there's a bigger dimension in here too. I, I guess this is where the thought of kingdom comes into the thought of jubilee. Absolutely. So 
We, we read a story of Jesus' disciples after his death on the cross, and two of them are making their way to Emmaus, and they are so disappointed, disheartened. And at, Jesus, of course, comes with them, begins to talk to them, and they say that we had hoped that this Jesus of Nazareth would, would be the one who would redeem Israel. So they were extremely disappointed that this expectation of redemption, of jubilee, of freedom for the whole nation had not come about through the ministry of Jesus. This is something we some we f- so rarely actually think. When these concepts are in the minds of the disciples, what were they thinking when they went out with this good news about Jesus? Because as you point out, they hadn't seen Jesus die on the cross. They hadn't seen him risen from the grave. So our concept of gospel has to take things a little bit deeper and we almost are forced in some way to start to think about what that concept might have been. And I know it's Luke chapter 4, isn't it, where Jesus opens the scroll and he talks about his mission, his ministry, and going in to bring this good news for the poor. Yeah, so if Jesus' ministry in proclaiming the gospel was saying, hey, believe in me, you're going to go to heaven, Uh, and I'm going to die and be resurrected and you'll be saved through me, then why were the disciples so confused? If the disciples were sent out, as you said, to preach the gospel as well, why again were they so confused when all this happened? Because they would have then had this other layer of understanding to the gospel, which we in our culture have lost and we haven't necessarily understood. So if we're talking about jubilee as part of what the gospel means, uh, take us a little deeper here because this is so fascinating because when we think of jubilee, we're talking about a 50-year period. Uh, What was happening in the thinking of people of Israel in that first century about what jubilee meant and connecting that with the gospel of Jesus? So to redeem uh, means, yes, to buy back, to restore the inheritance, restore the freedom, restore the God-given uh, land and freedom to people. But it also means to pay back. So if you were to avenge someone who's been murdered, the word to avenge is also the word to redeem. So they were looking for one who would come to restore the nation, deal with the oppressors of the nation, and set the people free. So they were really excited when they heard of Jesus. They spoke of him. Like we we remember uh, Anna the prophetess in the temple. Jesus is born. She declares about him to everyone who's looking for redemption in Israel. So this redemption, this is very much a part of God cancelling the debts uh, of uh, looking out for the poor, uh, setting the slaves free. So this redemption is a really powerful element The disciples understood what Jubilee meant by way of redemption, and that's what they were taking as a message that they understood as the gospel. So Jesus, he came and he he framed himself in this. His first message was about the Jubilee. The Spirit of the Lord is on me to proclaim this, that this is coming. Now, it seems as if uh, he gave people a foretaste of this great Jubilee freedom redemption that is coming. He was healing the sick. In other words, in their personal physical bodies, they had lost part of God's inheritance to them, their health, 
their strength. It had been taken away from them, maybe due to sin, maybe due to what others had done to them, maybe not their fault at all, but they had lost it. Jesus came and he began to restore what the enemy had stolen, restore the freedom, restore the health, and he gave them a foretaste of a greater restoration yet to come. And this is what Peter speaks about on the day of Pentecost. He gets up and he proclaims there is a restoration of all things that is yet to come. So gospel today, when we say I've been sharing the gospel with some people at the shopping center or over a coffee at the coffee shop, what ought to be in our minds, do you think, when we're sharing the gospel, Enoch? Um, is part of this thought of jubilee, of uh, redemption, uh, are these things to be in our mind as we're sharing good news with Australians? So no doubt there's many layers for us to explore here and discover more of. But one basic aspect is that our God is a God who seeks to restore what has been lost. He doesn't give up on the nation of Israel. He doesn't give up on us as individuals. Even those who look like they're basket case, they've gone too far. God says, I want to restore that person. And so we need to have a mindset that says, even those who look like they've gone too far, God, I want you to be your instrument and vessel of reconciliation to bring them back to you because you want to restore what the enemy has stolen in their lives, bring freedom, life and health to them. So as Gentile nations are recipients of this gospel, you know, to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the outermost parts of the earth, uh, we're recipients grafted in in that sense but these promises, understanding those to the Israelites, these are actually very meaningful to us too when we think of the gospel, the good news. Yeah, absolutely, because the, Jesus, as he gave the Jewish people, I believe, a foretaste of something far greater to come. His miracles, as you bring them back to Old Testament scripture, related to the prophecies of the the messianic age to come, when the lame would walk, when the, the blind would see. These prophecies were already there given by Isaiah and others hundreds of years before Jesus' ministry. But as you study those prophecies in detail, they're given in the context of this age to come. And so they're waiting for the Messiah to come to bring this age of redemption. Everything restored, everything that has been lost and destroyed being brought back the Garden of Eden ultimately restored to mankind. And Christians too are looking forward to the redemption at the end of an age. Sometimes we look forward to the second coming of Jesus. You're writing a book right now, Enoch, uh, about the Jubilee, Discover the End Time Mystery. You're unpacking some of these thoughts about what those disciples would have understood when they were preaching the gospel. Uh, those sorts of things are going to be relevant for anyone who wants to get a little deeper into this issue. I, I believe it will help us to better understand the heart of God. And I know personally there's been moments in my life where I have failed and fallen short. I've sinned and I've really messed up and I've been really upset with myself. But in those times, as I studied this topic of Scripture, I've understand that God hasn't given up on me. He wants to restore me to himself, and he wants me to have that same heart for others that is always seeking and believing for that restoration to him. A deeper appreciation of what the gospel means. You're also part, Enoch, of an organizing committee for a festival that's coming up a little later this year in October. It's called the Kingdom Festival. Uh, you've got a whole host of speakers. What uh, ought people be expecting with quite a significant Kingdom Festival later this year? 
So we're having 15 speakers coming. Uh, there'll be various speaker panels and topics relating to primarily the Feast of Tabernacles. Uh, the Bible talks about this in Zechariah being something that in the future, the whole world will gather to celebrate as we believe in Jesus. So right now we are seeking to do a foretaste of that here in Australia. Now, if you can go to Jerusalem this year and celebrate there, that's amazing. But many of us simply can't do that. So we are putting on a week of teaching and events, family fun, but a time to honor and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and getting ready for his return to this earth. Well, so many listeners will be interested in two elements here. Uh, not only the end times, but also some of those deeper roots of our Christian faith that take us into some sort of Hebraic thinking around what the gospel really means and what jubilee is all about and what kingdom really means. Let me give a way that listeners can connect with you and find out about that kingdom festival. There's a website called kingdomfestival.com. Now, I imagine you can go there, find out some details, register to be a part of what will be a significant event coming up in October, a six-day event in October, and uh, some aligning that Feast of Tabernacles uh, with what could be a deeper understanding of those things that we understand as Christian believers. There's also a website for Pastor Enoch, pastorenoch.com.au. There's resources there, and you'll also find some resources in the Vision Store at vision.org.au, teaching articles uh, from Pastor Enoch's website. Uh, Pastor Enoch Lavender, thank you so much for sharing these thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you again, Neil. This has been a blessing. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.